1: hello hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast it's podcast 125 um, I am your host for this week my name is Tom Butler uh, all the grown-ups are away so they've left us all in the charge. Like, proper
2: responsible people
1: so I am gonna be hosting Daniel Krupa, uh, who is our games writer here will be co-hosting
2: yeah I'm, I'm the co-anchor
1: the biggest anchor in the room is Dan Kilby <laughs> 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 and, and our weather girl for what? today, predicting cold showers uh, in the north, is Beck's. to what? <laughs> What's that mean? Is that another jive at me as well? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to think of something funny about weather girls and that's as far as I got. Um, are there going to be any hurricanes?
3: Hurricanes.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, what there is going to be on this show this week is going to be chat about uh, BAFTA because uh, the Game uh, Awards nominations have been announced. Uh, we've got news, uh, we've got trailers, we've got the release, and we've and, got... And, and us. And we've got us just talking normally. So we've got what people wanted. Apparently, yeah. Um, I'm the best person that's ever presented an IGN UK That's podcast, not what so. I was referring to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, since since Bex's first command. appearance,
2: people have always wanted a podcast with Kilby and Bex.
1: Yeah. So this maybe is we, what we're uh, giving them. So this maybe is what we're we giving should them. step back and let them talk. What, we, what have you guys been up to?
0: Not a lot. Wow. Brilliant. This is magic. <laughs> this is podcast gold. Uh, I don't know. In what respect? Gaming-wise? Oh. oh, yeah. Tell us. What have you have been playing, Dan? I know you've been playing a lot with, with uh, two women. Yeah, I've been playing with Catherine and Darkness 2. <laughs> <laughs> is that the other one? Is that which one's the bad one? I don't know Darkness 2 is pretty Darkness uh, 2 is
1: a weird is name a
0: Badass yeah. For a girl How have how you been? How you found Catherine? Cause, um... uh, good it, To be honest It's the first Puzzle game that I've properly played Outside of Tetris Yeah And my general rule Well My general thing about Catherine Was oh, there's not enough killing um, Don't, Don't didn't you die a hell of killing. a lot? You do, yeah. Well, and that, and that, that's why realising. he's balancing it with the darkness too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just not enough. Act- I'm normally an action kind of person, but I've really, really, really got into you it. You are a very action man. Yeah, I am. Kind. Have of
2: you see them changing printer paper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a little roll over <laughs> on the way to the tray. Um, so yeah, and then when when how far are you in? I'm three level Well, I'm three stages from the end. I'm on the very last thing, and there's because you know you have like you have a level, and there's three stages within each. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I've only got a few left. So I'm almost done.
1: Okay. So you haven't got to the uh, the the endings yet. No. No, I haven't got there either. I've have- God, I got. Well, I was playing it, and I got to level seven, and oh my god, it just ratchets the whole thing up. Apologies to our American listeners because I know you've had this game for like ever, but we've only just got it, so we're still going yeah. to talk about it. Um, but so, yeah, level seven, it's just it's a I'm whole. L-
3: I'm on the chainsaw, baby. But
1: oh, you're, you're playing horrible. on normal. This
3: is yeah, what. Yeah, I... I refuse to turn it down. You refuse
1: wow. to turn it down. I know. Bex
2: is so... like Catherine Savant. Yeah. We have some boxes in the podcast room, and you can see Beck's Bex just eyeing them up. She wants to like pull
1: them out, like <laughs> scaling them. She got sacked from Argos for the same thing. It's very weird. No, it's because she was stealing the little pens. <laughs> you know, funnily enough, this is a bit of a side topic, but this is a conversational podcast. Um, our bed, which we just built, we lost. Why a, did you it uh, our bed? Looks to me, I don't <laughs> know. At home, we lost a um a dowel peg, so uh, we used a pet an IKEA pencil instead. Oh. So doubles up, doesn't it? Yeah. You tip. Always, yeah, tip. If you ever use a dowel <laughs> when you're building a bed, Ikea pencil.
0: There you go. Um, See, it's
1: not just video games news anymore. It's not. It's it, DIY. And later on, we were having a bit of gardening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's what you've been up to, Dan. What, Bex, what have you been up to?
3: Uh, I've been playing Catherine as well. Mm-hmm. Up to the, that baby. Um, I try, I've try. tried to play um, Darkness 2, <laughs> but I had to turn it off because I almost threw up.
2: You're a bit hungover. It, it is.
3: Yeah, I know. But
1: <laughs> why did you? It's so So explicit.
3: Because yeah. <laughs> I was feeling a bit queasy because I went out the night before, but um, and that just set it off. It was. It's so it's just should, ripping people of Should it and, have a
0: health warning on the front? Not yeah. to be played with a hangover. Yeah. And a yeah, sanity warning. You'll throw up. Also, I don't know uh, any of our listeners who have played it. The brothel level is honestly the most explicit thing I've ever seen in a video game. But, really? Yeah. Were you shocked and appalled? I was, I actually... I kept I, on playing, though. <laughs> into <yeah>. a sock. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, brilliant. It's a good level, though. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Lovely Very stuff.
1: Um, what we, We've we been up to some stuff. Well, we, we've, we've
2: been getting some little Valentine's... You sent me a Valentine's card the other day. I did. <laughs> Just to cheer yeah. me up, you sent me a Sackboy Valentine's card. Yeah. Which is nice.
1: Um... Yeah, it's better than the one I got for my girlfriend, so yeah, yeah. you should be uh, should be yeah, very pleased. Like but yeah, we um, did a um, Valentine's Day competition on um on the site and we asked for your Valentine's messages via letterbox and it's gotta be the best competition I've ever run on. Because what, what were we expecting? I was expecting a lot of three D cock pictures. Yeah, but, we didn't get one, did we? Not one. Not one. Uh you were enjoying them, weren't you Bex? The cock ones you pictures. saw. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> the 3D
2: letterbox pictures! Oh, yeah, well, I, I, I love sure. letterbox. <laughs> it's just like been enjoying pictures of cocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let's bring it back, shall we? Um, yeah, we had some very good pictures, here. So thanks for entering. Was that why you put it on the. the- the running yeah. order. Yeah. I thought it was a sweet little competition. It was a nice little
2: aside. And some people sent really good ones because on, on Letterboxd you can attach musical clips as well. And to me, yeah. some, um, a Valentine's Day card with the IGN UK podcast theme tune attached to it. Mm.
3: Aww. Yeah,
0: that's good, good but it didn't win.
2: Good effort. Didn't win.
3: Someone else yeah. put IGN and they made it into I Go Nuts for
1: you. Oh for you. Yes. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> Uh, I so thanks it. for entering those. Um, we also have been hanging out uh, with a Japanese dude. Yeah, he's been all right. Yeah, the guy, you know he's not he's not a big deal. I don't, he don't just, know if he'll be around for much he's longer. Why oh, he's going to die? Why no, he's, he's, he's telling
2: his last story, isn't he? Always the last, Lost Odyssey, Final, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy. last story. Yeah, this is um, Sakaguchi, the guy who created Final Fantasy, or who worked on Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey. I
1: think he was a supervisor on Chrono Trigger as well. It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal, yeah. Uh, iGen's very own kind of a big deal was there uh, curating the uh, Q&A wasn't well, she yeah Will Guy was um hosting a bathroom <laughs> we don't know how it happened but, uh, no it was Keza it
2: was Keza um, our games editor she hosted a Q&A with um, Sakaguchi-san and it was really interesting we all went down Bex went down Tom went down Dan didn't go down it's not his kind of thing
0: it boring it's, isn't it I don't like
2: JRPGs do you I've never played one no mean mean yeah but you've, you've made your mind up about them not for me You've made your mind up about this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, not I'm not, I'm not not for you. Not for you. But this one I it's, think might be. It's more action orientated,
1: it's not turn based. Yeah, you you know what? I was I was pl- I was watching it last night yeah. thinking actually this looks really cool. It's like 20 hours long. You don't have those sort of random encounter things that you normally get in JRPGs. It's uh the combat looks good. And pro- proper boss fights where you like you're
2: running around dodging, tumbling on the ground. And
1: it's got six player co-op. Yeah. Is it six player co-op?
2: Um I think once you have finished the game, you can take on the bosses in co-op mode, not the actual game.
0: But the, the problem with RPGs, and I mean, it's I think for someone who's into RPGs, it's great because it looks like a really rich, rewarding experience. But with each one, there's so much to learn and so much needs to see, you do. So it's a learning curve thing. It's a big learning curve. It's it's essentially a lot of admin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of, of micro But you yeah. love
1: that? No, he hates. He hates
0: admin. I thought you liked a bit of mic. You know. That's why you didn't <laughs> fiddling with your stats. uh No, there there are some bits of like stats and that kind of thing that I like, but I don't know. Not one I, I don't care about a sword that much that I want to know the intricate details of it. No. No. Well, it looked good. I thought it looked good. I thought it looked
2: good. It looked really interesting. And they've got um they've regionalised the game. That's why it's taken over a year to come to Europe. And they've all got weird like really strong accents. Cockneys, <laughs> Northern people, Becks.
1: You'll well, probably not understand anything in it. That's a side quest
2: <laughs> you probably shouldn't follow. Um, but yeah, it looked really good.
1: It looked really good, and uh, there was some interesting stuff came out of it as well. He's working on three uh, iOS games, platformers. He says. Yeah, which sounds quite interesting. And He said he
2: was a massive Apple fanboy, and that's yeah, why he's doing it. That's
1: why. Um, and what else did he say though? There's quite a cool thing about the uh, cutscenes. Um, he isn't a fan of cutscenes, but he is aware that they're useful in storytelling. But he's, what he's given you the option. Instead of sc- skipping the cutscene, you can fast-forward through it. So you can get the gist of it, but then just fast-forward it. So if I you're don't... an impatient player, then you can just whiz through it.
2: And it also makes the bosses look quite comical, like they're like Benny Hill-style <laughs> bosses.
1: <laughs> the the bosses did look pretty badass last night. They were yeah. Pulling swords out of his own back to fight you with. Good. Looked good. did you get on with the news? Uh, do we have to?
2: Yeah, we do. But you like this news story? It's about Notch.
1: I do. Yeah, Notch you like? is Notch. He's basically the
2: um. I don't he's, the, know. he's the mind behind Minecraft.
1: Yeah, he's like the Russell brand of video games. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. Ubiquitous, ubiquitous.
2: And Notch basically, we talked about this last week. Tim Schafer was on Twitter saying, "Oh, I really want to, you know, make Psychonauts two, but no publisher will give me the money." And Notch just goes, "You know what? I'll help you." And this week. Um, Notch has basically offered him $13 million to do it $13 wow.
1: million dollars. Well, well Tim Schafer Tim, Tim,
2: Tim Schaefer said it will probably cost as much as the about well, $13 and Notch on Twitter just goes alright I I'd do that
1: and then a lot of people retweeted it and Notch was like chill out we haven't even spoken face yeah, to face I think it's,
0: but what's he doing Yeah,
1: he's he's like, he's play. playing with his leg isn't he Yeah,
0: but that's uh, that's exactly what you want for do you think uh, he's in like, charge of, like do you uh,
2: think it's a drunken
0: tweet no. And he's like, oh, he's walking on the next one, fuck. 13 million. <laughs> <laughs> do even like Psychonauts? <laughs> you, you need that kind of like, I've always dreamed about sort of, if I won a lottery, just all the awesome things that I'd do. And part of that just comes down to somebody having the capital like notch yeah, and the desire and the passion and just going, well, I'm not going to get caught up in the, here we go again, the admin of sort of like, can we make this game? Can't we? I like the game and here's the money just go that's do it a, yeah just go and do it alright so,
1: so put put you in that picture if if you were to win the lottery it was mm. like the Euro Millions it was a big amount of money and yeah. you could resurrect one game dead game from the past what would it be and and who would you get to do it
0: Codename Eagle right
1: never heard of it We've old PC it game no, no PC okay. game
2: who would you get to do it though Naughty Dog
0: yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's, I don't know. I, the there, there'd be a lot of people. That yeah. I'd, I'd ask to do it. Anyone else? to be up there. Uh,
1: I'd like to bring back Val. Silkworm. I don't know if you remember that. It was no, like no, a Spectrum sort of. game, or a, and it was it was co-op, and one person was a, like a jeep, and the other person was a helicopter. And if you were the helicopter, you could fly. If you were a jeep, you could jump over stuff. And you used to. It was like a scroll inside thing. That, but that would be co- that would be awesome. I think. I bring.
2: Ba- I think i would bring back proper dizzy. Yep. Not iOS Dizzy, not like Tarted Up Dizzy, proper Dizzy. Yeah. Made by the team of make Uncharted, Naughty Dog. <laughs> Action shooter. <laughs> and he, he, he sustains damage, but you can get powers, power power ups so you can become hard boiled. And then you can just run through walls that's like good. a juggernaut. That's
1: good. Maybe a Dizzy Cooking Mama crossover. Getting into yeah, that's quite video. sad
2: though, isn't it? <laughs> like Dizzy, Dizzy Dizzy's one egg of six. And he just has to cook all his brothers and sisters.
1: <laughs> oh, It's oh, quite dark. That's very dark. That went weird. Uh, I'd like people to write in there and tell us if they could resurrect a game. and who, What would they do and who would they get to do it? That's quite a rich vein. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fertile furrow. Yeah, let us know at IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com. Um, you can tell us on Twitter but frankly we'll probably forget by the time the next podcast rolls around but if you want to follow us on Twitter it's IGN UK and Facebook it's IGN UK um, I've Can, got can we give out our
2: own Twitter handles? We'll do we that don't... at the
1: end yeah, or at Daniel Crooper there you go it's done well I'll do the rest at the end um, oh, he's, he's I've got, got some news through. so uh, this Sherlock Holmes in a New York elementary at CBS have commissioned This
2: is just going to be a terrible terrible idea
1: well, I really hope they want to make a a, a good fist of it, and they they've made a good start by hiring Johnny Lee Miller to play Sherlock Holmes, um, which is a bit weird because him and Benedict Cumberbatch, obviously the British Sherlock Holmes, played the same roles in Frankenstein. Yeah, they alternated. Was, yeah, the, um,
2: Victor and the monster. So uh, in Danny was Boyle's production. Danny of Frankenstein.
1: Boyle's Frankenstein. Yeah, Johnny Lee Miller and um, Benedict Cumberbatch played Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster.
2: Yeah, and they, like, every other night they they switch.
1: So. I don't know. It's a good idea, I think. I suppose it's a good place to start. So, is he going to be American? I don't know. What do you reckon, Dan? You're not a big Sherlock Holmes fan, are you?
0: No. To be honest, I, I just I'm just not bothered with TV that much. It's about games. That you're a big entourage fan, though, aren't you? Yeah. It's certain. It's certain TV shows, and then it's also on box set. I don't want to wait around. Like, don't. How dare you dictate that I have to wait a week to see the next episode. Wow! Wow! <laughs> no, I'm not really that strong, but it is very much like I really don't want to wait. Because you I like, like really
2: love it. Super Nanny, and, <laughs> and when they <laughs> make you w- wait a week for the next episode, he's,
1: oh! <laughs> do you? Do you like Johnny Lee Millerbacks? Do you think he's uh,
3: um? Well, I'm not really sure who he is. What, okay, Train He's
1: in Dexter season five as well.
3: Oh, I, I've only seen season four. After hey, season four,
1: he's in Train Spotting. No. No. Okay. Um, hackers. He used yeah. to be married to are Angelina Jolie. I, I, I don't think he is that famous anymore. It's true.
2: Like He's not in any... It, uh, I guess not. I, I guess not. Because, you know, in that story, a lot of people reported that he got that role and they reported him as Dexter season five villain. <laughs>
1: that,
2: that's his career high point now.
1: Yeah. Um, but The thing is,
2: it's weird that they're relocating it. you know, There's been several different versions of Sherlock Holmes, of course, like Houses a loose yeah. adaptation. But it, the, it's going to be in the shadow of... The Stephen Moffat series, which is just too good.
1: It's universally been praised as a, yeah. as a, a bit of a TV It's not an easy act to follow. Yeah, it's a weird one, but um, I don't know. The, the strange things have happened at sea, as my mum says. Um, who's got the next bit of news?
0: I have. Daniel's Sony fanboy Kilby. Yeehaw. So, the title is, Sony Chief Would Be Distracted by a PS4 in 2012. So don't expect a PS4 to be revealed anytime soon. To be what? To be revealed. 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 Go on. Um, So we spoke at length uh, with the Sony uh, of America CEO, President Jack Tretton, about everything, basically. Obviously, PS Vita took the centre stage of the discussion, but... As the PS four and Xbox seven twenty sort of like news and rumors have been sort of like circulating. There's been a lot of them in on. the last
2: few months. Everyone's saying the, you know they're gonna be unveiled or we're gonna get some kind of detail on them at this year's E three. And he just kinda of rubbishes that, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah,
0: he basically said they're focused on the PS3 and obviously Vita. Um so quite and he says to to quote, I quite frankly would be very distracted if I had to be talking about the next generation of hardware this year. It kind of
2: happens, you know. If they did bring it out in June, it does undermine the PSP and PS3 even, and PS Vita.
0: And like, it does feel like the PS3 has now got the momentum it needs. It's good price point. I don't. Okay, maybe it has been for a while, but now it's sort of just. It's just. It's cheap. It's good tech. And Lots of people so are buying some it. decent exclusives, still.
1: He's, get, he's getting all the good exclusives. It does seem a yeah. bit weird that it, this is oh, massive asymmetry now. Like Xbox, yeah, is Xbox very, very, very thing, Yeah, oh, but yeah. then, but then every other developer, any multi platform developer develops for, for Xbox. Xbox, so yeah.
0: it's, it's lead console, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, uh, but the thing is, like we were saying yesterday, not do we do we actually want another, another PlayStation right now or even? Another piece of kit because the way I see it, right now we're kind of in the sweet spot where everyone's kind of familiar enough with the technology that they can start really pushing the limits of it and like concentrating on making but amazing. I guess games. those
2: projects are kind of under the way, like already. In in the making, what games? Yeah, games that will be pushing the limit and like really know the capabilities of the hardware. Yeah. So I reckon you know if we do hear something, it's going to be like this is coming out in three years time.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, I'd be happy with that because I'd rather have a slew of good games and another console that we have to buy, and then we've got to wait for like all the developers to sort of like get optimized. You get these
2: like teething problems, I guess. Yeah,
0: and it's just like again, do we need that? No, let's just enjoy the games as they are.
2: Kilby has spoken <laughs> that's it All Right, Put that Jack. on to bed Jack. <laughs> yeah. just nix nix the plans for the twi- PS4 stop it <laughs>
1: don't make it Kilby doesn't want it uh, who's got the next bit of news uh, Bex
3: oh yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh it's time for my news give me a minute <laughs> um, Ubisoft have confirmed Assassin's Creed 3 for October um
2: We we kind of knew that was going to happen, but it's like this is the first official. Yeah, it is happening. It's going to be part three.
0: Uh,
3: Wait, I'm just reading this.
1: (laughs) What do you think about (laughs) that, Dan? Because I know you're a big Assassin's Creed (laughs) fan. Love Assassin's
0: Creed. Really, really, really excited. And the fact that it is Assassin, it is a numbered sequel, means that there'll be a new direction. I don't know what that is. Just. Provided they don't go into the future or even into the modern day, or space, or you s- hate especially space. not space. Oh. If if it's space, they've lost a fan. Um, then yeah, it should it's going to be great fun. Yeah, and the CEO said it's been in development for three years. And hopefully, they've taken on board what I said a few years ago. What was this? Well, they that's probably long. In- take the the splinter cell conviction. On foot mechanics and combat mechanics, and stick it in Assassin's Creed <laughs> just world. Stick it in there. <laughs> yeah, Just shove it in an Assassin's Creed world. <sighs> imagine That's like it point. within
2: the dev studio. The day that he said that, the, the, the creative director came in, and went, in "All that work you've been doing for two years, fucking scrap it. <laughs> listen to this man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like 'You're not know, oh, thinking like, conviction. Stick it in <laughs> with some code or something.'" Is that what, you. You know that cover mechanic that they're using conviction. Yes, you, that's in the new Ghost Recon. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Oh, you see, so they
2: are. So, do, has Ghost Recon earned a fan? Uh, like, it has actually. I was hoping. Yeah, I've yeah, been watching of a few trailers recently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was there any other news lurking within that bit of news, Bex?
3: Within that bit of news, um, yeah, it's the game is said to complete the story of Desmond. Um, and while no platforms have been announced, it's probably going to head to the Wii U, ah. as well as all the all yeah. your normal lot,
1: your regular run of the
2: mill consoles. Is, oh, I wonder if it could be a launch title for Wii U. Could be. If it's thirtieth October, mm. we think Wii U maybe hits October time, November time. Yeah, it
0: makes sense. Could be a launch title for the Wii U. And Ubisoft, you heard it here
2: first, Bex. We've first. heard
1: the speculation here first. <laughs>
0: Ubisoft often release uh, like they quite heavy we, heard we had him. this conversation yeah, just we you did. Did went you can always count on Ubi you oh, can they'll always release uh, a, a game, game with eventually. A new console. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at some yeah, point can... they will release a game
2: that's what they've been saying about Ghost Recon that you can always count on them to release it's next year oh, at some point at some point <laughs> he's still invisible though
1: <laughs> so that's it for the news is that it yeah we've got nothing else to talk about oh in the wait nose.
3: I've got another whoa
1: Ooh. breaking news <laughs> what's happening
3: well I, d- I don't know if this is news or not because it's not I'll just say it
1: just say it go on um, Bex
3: Far Cry 3 has been given an official release date it of has. September 4th it has in the US and September 7th in the UK
1: there we go Far Cry 3 are are you just tra-
2: tra- are you? well I know a man who is interested in Far Cry 3 because it combines your two favourite things yeah
0: it does which are <laughs> 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 tropical islands and action darkness and socks <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that looks good. So, that,
1: so that's your two favourite things? Yeah. Amazing.
0: Really? Well, I love Ireland. I've always had a thing for Ireland. Is that
2: because you like, spend some time on Fiji? It could be, actually. Is that the origin? I'm going to psychoanalyse anal- you
1: now. Yeah, it could be. Is that why? Yeah. Is that not why not your mum used to hit you? <laughs> <laughs> God, it's just got dark all of a sudden. That's not, I've got a bit of breaking news. So it's just come through on Twitter. Chris Tilly, who's in Dubai, says, Just kissed a dolphin called Blade. There right. you go. Breaking is, news. Is, is, that's illegal in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting locked up. then yeah, his have lips chopped off? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how that came <laughs> well, from. It a bit dark. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit dark. Um, cool. Should we move on to trailer of the week? Trade time bar. Right, so we've got a couple of suggestions here, and we're going to have a quick uh, vote right here right now to see which we want to watch so i suggested the new syndicate trailer for the single player campaign and creeper wants to show the max Payne 3 trailer for well, is that the single player campaign as well yeah it's the second full trailer and it's uh so what do you what, what do you want to go for dan
0: max Payne it has to be
1: vex
3: oh, i'll just go with max Payne as well then
1: brilliant so it looks like we're <laughs> watching the max Payne 3 trailer uh which is called getting the girl i think yes it is yes yeah, so let's watch it now Hello. Hello, Victor. What happened, Max? I don't know. I was tricked. Max Payne 3. There you go, Max Payne
2: 3. Excited? <sighs> Very excited. Why though? Like, were you a fan of the other Max Payne games? Absolutely
0: loved them. Yeah. I mean, What, what do you think? That seems quite a departure for the series in terms yeah, of I mean, well, that's look the thing. and feel. What I really liked about the others is they were very sort of like noir-esque and now that you see like this big physical change both in Max and in his environment, I'm sure it will still be a really good game. That I'm sure there will still
2: be elements that are the same but yeah, it's kind of weird that he, I just feel so sorry for the guy because obviously he's gone to South America to escape his demons and he's that more shit happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why don't you just go to like, Benidorm? Huh. Well, somewhere relatively like safe, safe white, white Yeah, he'd get bored. So he's at, he's basically moves to um, South America to work as a private bodyguard. Yeah, that's not a good change yes. of career, is it? No, but, like, I've seen He's some not going to get killed like Early on, it's still in New York, and it's, it looks and See, feels a bit more like Max Payne, the traditional Max
0: Payne. And I think that's a good thing because was it you guys having this conversation with uh, where you said that uh, gamers are really hypocritical? Because oh yeah, we're, we're massive like, hypocrites. Yeah, because on, on one hand, it's like. Well, you know, people can complain and go, well, this isn't the Max Payne we know and love. So you do the set it in New York and you kind of play on what people already expect and then suddenly everyone complains. Well, it's, it's, it's something more the I'm same.
2: massively guilty of as, a, as mm. a person who plays games. I think the two standard responses to any video game are, oh, it's just not doing anything new. It's just more of the same. And What do you want? I want things to innovate. When things innovate, you complain that it's too much of a departure. Mm. It happens to Resident Evil all the time. I didn't re- like Resident Evil Five particularly. Yeah, but it tried something different, and it's not really rewarded on that. It's kind of derided for that. So. Yeah. But it it's kind of when I spoke to the people at Rockstar about Max Payne Three, they're really trying to capture that Tony Scott look, like Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. Look, in yeah, two. it looks like that. It looks like that. It looks it's like really off. washed yeah. out and bleached.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I've never played a Max Payne game before, what so think um, definitely. I think, uh,
2: and also it looks like it could be quite an easy way in. Like, just it starts again. I'm yeah. sure there's like a little prologue at the beginning that fills yeah. you in. Yeah.
1: Um. What's What's with the Max Payne movie? Is that anything like the? I've
2: never watched
0: it. Just stopped, avoid. F- yeah, yeah it's nothing. Mark Wahlberg as yeah. Max Payne. That's not good yeah. casting, is it? Really? it Was yeah. None of it was. I mean, uh, only visually in, in places. The fact that it was set in New York and it was quite Another dark and snowy. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it didn't really capture the feel of the game at all, I don't think. Right.
1: Okay, well, there you go. That's our trailer of the week. If you want to find it, we'll put it in the podcast story um, and obviously let us know what you think of the trailer. Always. Also, tell us if you see a trailer that you want us to do it on trailer yeah, of the Because it sometimes can... it's like, well, what are we going to do this week? And we've got Syndica, we've got Max Payne, but why don't you tell us what, what, what you Always want something just
2: a little bit more outre.
1: Yeah, like Time Ducks. Time Ducks is probably my favourite trailer we've done. <laughs> And that was uh, that was a very odd one, but uh, yeah. If you ever want to email us, it's ignukfeedback at ign dot com, um, and we are always here. I'm ready to listen. Oh, I'm I'm always here. <laughs> that actually, Danny's actually always here.
2: Kilby's always here. Yeah. Sometimes on Saturdays. Yeah. Bex is sometimes here on Saturdays. Yeah. Doing um, picture editing.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Don't talk to me about picture editing. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, moving on to this week's uh, central talking point. Uh, smoothly, effortlessly. It's BAFTA.
2: BAFTA. BAFTA. The BAFTA. BAFTA. Video game award nominations were released this week.
1: Dan, do you want to tell us all about you know,
2: that? You got the hook up at BAFTA, but then
0: we do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, particular. With your immense networking skills. <laughs> um, so yeah, they were announced on Thursday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: can you name uh, them all off the top of your head? Yeah.
0: All of, I can tell you that. Let's give it a shot. Uncharted, LA Noir, Skyrim, Zelda. Am I right so far? Yes. Uh, Skyrim, Zelda. Ooh, I don't know. I forget the others. Arkham Portal City. Portal 2, Arkham City, yeah. yeah. Are
1: we there, Daniel? Is that all of them? He's still uh, refreshing still, his page. Honestly,
0: yeah, I'm still getting them up.
1: He's uh, still getting them up. Yeah, so they were announced this week, and I think LA Noir leads the pack I think with about eight nominations um along with batman uh which i think has also got eight. interestingly i've never seen before but they do a voice talent yeah um, that's for
0: me yeah is that new i've not seen it before is it i think it is i'd have to double check but i'm i don't remember seeing it last year
1: um and i seem to think nolan north's up for something I think mark hamill mark hamill's up for something um steve merchant's up for portal mm-hmm. so that could be quite an interesting one i don't know if that's a Sort of a way, of just getting uh, some famous people down there. But if it is, well done. Do you think they'll turn up? <laughs> well done. I hope it. I
2: hope, hope so. they turn up. Who would you? I'll just go through that best performer. Okay, so we've got we've got Aaron Stanton, the guy from Mad Men. Yeah. The guy, guy who plays Ken Cosgrove. Yeah. L.A. Noir. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Nolan North is Nathan Drake. Stephen Fry is the narrator in Little Big Planet Two. Stephen Merchant for Wheatley, and then a guy called Togo Igawa, who is in Total War Shogun Two.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see um, Stephen Merchant when. Yeah, that I think one. Wheatley
2: has a lot of character.
1: Yeah, I think as a, as a, a breakout character, like, do you remember when the first Portal Two videos came out and there was like a weird voice attached to it and it was like a pre.
2: Yeah, was it like a Birmingham accent?
1: I don't know, but it was really deadpan, really yeah. deadpan, and I was like, "That is brilliant! I really want that to be the final." And then they brought in Stephen Merchant, and he was even better. Yeah, so. Um,
2: I don't know. The thing is, like some of these, like Aaron Stanton for La Noire, that is a real performance. Yeah. That's mm. that's a lot of time where he had to go and film. And and the same with um, Nolan North and Nathan Drake doing all that performance capture as well. Yeah,
1: And also, he's not just Nathan Drake either. He's everyone, isn't he? Oh, he's everyone. Yeah.
2: He's actually all these other parts as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nathan Drake, uh, sorry, Nolan North, nominated eight times for the same thing.
2: Okay, do, let's do a little bit of a... Let's turn this into a game show. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask Bex and Dan to do some of the predictions, and then we can mark you come... March time Yes so we'll do this write Tom? This down. Yeah let's do okay. this Right First up We're going to go for Best action game Because you're a man Who likes action Yeah man Looks like action Okay The nominations are Assassin's Creed Revelations Batman Arkham City Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Deus Ex Human Revolution Portal 2 And Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception Who wins that? I want to say Uncharted
3: I think Uncharted would win that.
0: Yeah. So you're both predicting. Oh, Uncharted. Do we have to pick oh, different
1: things? No. No.
0: no. no. no I'd, I'd say Uncharted is solid. instinct. Yeah. yeah. It'd have to be. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm quite surprised. Portals in there.
0: Yeah.
1: But I would, we want action said that game. It's not a puzzle. But then don't they? They don't have a puzzle category. Yeah. They maybe it's strategy, like yeah. for
0: want of a better category. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So that's uh, best action. You've both gone for Uncharted three. So I'd, I'd uh, say
0: COD could be in with a shoe because I mean it, it is just pure action.
1: Do you know what I would have gone for? Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon Batman's in for a Should we put ours then. down? Batman. What, what are we, are we block breaking now. We're block <laughs> no, breaking. No, no, no,
2: right, right. It's just about you two, right? Yeah. Best family game. Because you're a family man, Dan, as well as an action guy. <laughs> um, Dan Central 2. Connect Sports 2. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Lego Star Wars 3. The Clone Wars. Little Big Planet 2. Mario Kart 7. Little Big Planet 2. What do you think, Bex?
3: Mario Kart 7.
2: Mario Kart Seven should win that. Don't know if it will.
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna uh, say I would say Little Big Planet Two as well. I think I would have gone for mm, that. Um, great game. Yeah, but it's actually quite a strong category. I think this year, like both the Lego <laughs> games are great. Mm. Uh, Mario Kart's great. Dance Central Two's great. Um, so I think it's, it shows that across the board, games are getting better. Definitely. Like, so, like you were well, saying I before. said this when
2: I wrote the story up about just like saying here the nominations and I think it just proves what an amazing year 2011 was yeah. for video games. It's just there in every category. Right. So th- we'll just do one more. This is the biggie. This is best game. So Arkham City, FIFA 12, FIFA 2012 even, L.A. Noir, Portal 2, Skyrim, Skyward Sword. Hmm... Silence, pensive silence.
1: Obviously, we gave Skyrim game of the year on IGN. Port- no, Portal, Portal, Portal 2. 2 Portal Is that 2. on there? Yeah. Okay. So, no, listeners voted for Skyward Sword, yes. right? So, uh, sorry, listeners. Sorry. IGN readers voted for Skyward Sword. So, uh, interesting to see what BAFTA go for. What do you think? Come bro? on. Let's have them.
0: Oh, uh, it's so tough to call. I think <laughs> it'll, it'll either be. Zelda or Portal Two. I stick your neck you're gonna have to stick you're gonna your have to put out. In Cock on the line. Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it on the line, I'm gonna say Zelda.
1: Putting your cock on Zelda's line.
0: I haven't played it though. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry I added that out. <laughs> you can't
2: <laughs> that in. You can't Next. just go from best family games to
3: that. <laughs> um I I think Portal Two. Okay. That's okay.
2: a good chat. All right, we're gonna we're gonna mark you. And we'll let everyone know how you did. I think readers should and listeners should send in their sweepstake.
1: Yeah, and also just it's worth mentioning that we will be live streaming the event. Um, so um, if you want to watch the BAFTAs uh, games as they unfold, Dan, when can they
0: tune in? They can tune in on March sixteenth. Yep. And at a time TBC, but it'll be around the eight to eight thirty mark.
1: That's in the evening. Yes. Excellent stuff. And we'll all be down there in our tuxedos um, I'm a pink tux. and dresses. No, will we? Yeah
0: yeah, can I yeah, come? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can TV, I, it it depends how well TV. you do on the sweepstakes. Yeah, we won't know until it's over. <laughs> That's the point. No, that? Gag. no I'm sure you. Yeah, <laughs> that was a gag ruined, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, least, I'm explaining you gags now. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's what I'm here for. Because like so bizarre and and, and if
1: <laughs> if you want your full IGN experience, obviously follow us on Twitter on the evening because we'll be announcing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you can basically see on Tom live
2: vlog and then get drunk and start tweeting. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's all going to be it's all going to be going on uh, down at BAFTA. So uh, yes, join us if not in person over to internet. Ooh,
2: hey up, to internet. Again, racism. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have people who listen to this podcast in the north, and I get people com- commenting on Twitter about how everyone is rude to me.
1: Not just the north, Scotland. Scotland. As well, far oh. north as Scotland, the pe- which is where Dave Connolly is from. This is the first part of Listener Afternoon. Listen- listen- wow, that was so seamless.
0: That oh, seamless. That's so seamless, I'm going to have to check. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Check the (laughs) (laughs) scene. Weird. Uh, Dave Connolly, I shit you not. I was going to watch Fight Club tonight as I'm low on cash and was going to spend the night with my friends going through some of our DVDs. However, someone spoiled it for me. Who who would be so insensitive? That's from Dave I'll never see Fight Club Connolly
2: in Glasgow. (laughs) Who did that last week? Who's Stuart? We were talking about Fight Club and it's quite a few years since Fight Club came out and kind of spoiled the ending.
1: I, is it? Is there a sort of a spoiler amnesty, like a watershed? I think if it's out on DVD for more than a year. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: Because if you've not watched it, get around to watching it. If not, suck it up. I mean, because Peter, you know, it's, you need to start talking about it at some point. Especially if it's. Well, some-
1: no, because you know what the first rule of the Fight Club is.
0: Oh, good point. <laughs> Don't ruin the end of Fight Club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the second rule. Um, yeah, also, seven probably could be. 7 could be ruined can we just
2: ruin loads of movies now
1: (laughs) (laughs) you chop her head off Uh, big spoiler film um, Phantom Menace and all the prequels right if you're now releasing them in the order that they in 3D that they have one, two, three, four, five. you get to Empire Strikes Back and you're like yeah he's his father and so what I I saw the
2: baby's been born
1: (laughs) yeah I saw that I know that Um, actually
2: we should say that we went to see Phantom Menace the other week in 3D we did and then we went we went with Bex as well we went into the auditorium, we found our seat, and then Tom and I ran off, didn't we, Bex? <laughs>
1: we literally skipped down Left the aisles holding coats. hands with Bex holding our seats so we could go have a picture taken as, as Jedi. Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing kids out of the way. Let us yeah, throw, let you, yeah
2: I, I kicked this little kid in the face <laughs> and I stole his lightsaber. Um, yeah,
1: so that, that photo is on Facebook if you want to check I it want out. I'm to check that photo out. If you want to see I'm two. doing a
2: raised eyebrow
1: in it. I can't do that. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing it. It's the Force. And I'm wearing all black as well, so <laughs> no. I look proper Sith-like as well. It's um, it's a great photo. Greatest um, night of my life. But yeah, what did you think of the movie? It
2: was awful. I only fell asleep in it. <laughs> I was dropping off at one point and then I went for a wee and then I walked back up.
1: Yeah, it's, it hasn't stood the test of time and the 3D is... is, is frankly pathetic I felt really bad though because we we took Bex to see it and
2: Bex has only ever seen one Star Wars movie before (laughs) and it's the Phantom Menace and now she's seen it in 3 (laughs) d too. what do you think of it Bex
3: well see this is why I haven't bothered watching any others because it's just stupid
2: it is stupid what's the most stupid thing in it do you think you don't like the aliens do you
3: I don't like all the racist aliens as much as I
2: like racism like racism
3: in the office (laughs)
0: That's,
1: that's a joke right
2: yeah <laughs> no. but she means northern racism oh, right. just taking the piss out of me all the time
1: <laughs> go on
3: yeah um what
1: <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you like about the Phantom Menace
3: all the stupid aliens it's just there's the Japanese ones yeah at the start and then there's like a the shopkeeper one Exactly. Yes. Like anti-semitic yeah. Yeah. and then there's like what else is there Jar Jar Binks. oh, yeah.
2: <sighs> oh.
1: Yeah. That is bad. bad, isn't it? Yeah. And then also, I seem to think Princess Amidala almost does like a fake Chinese person trying to talk English because she's got um, <laughs> makeup on. Oh, I so don't, it's shit. really weird. It is kind of, As terrible as it is, it's kind of worth it just for that lightsaber
2: fight. A it's, little bit. And yeah, the music. The music.
1: And you know, if you're, a, if you're a Star Wars fan, which a lot of people are, and I would say I still am, I'm still up, clinging on to it, you have to. You have to for it some way in some way <laughs> some if you're writing it off completely then you're being a, a philistine you're being a luddite you're literally going and smashing up threshing machines because <laughs> you're not you're not embracing the new uh, to, to cut it off completely <laughs> would be would be bizarre but that said it's a terrible film and to start your movie off right basically you're making a reboot of the greatest, most anticipated science fiction saga of all time. You're rebooting it. And it yeah. will be the
2: most anticipated film ever.
1: This is 1999. You're bringing the the, the the most loved franchise in the world to back to the big screen. How do you open your movie? How do you open the new Star Wars? Something amazingly exciting, interesting. Like, like the original Star Wars opens with this huge ship. Yeah, it's a space Client. battle. There's robots. There's people whizzing around. There's Darth Vader force choking. What do you get in this one? You get two people it, who aren't even in the movie talking about docking with another spaceship. Ah, you're clear to enter. What? And then they pull in and they start giving Jedi's tea. And then. And there's a bit of chatting. And there's chatting and diplomats and. It's just. It's locking real... of doors. Like there's a big deal about they're locking the doors. doors. What? And there's
2: gas. Ah. <laughs> uh... And it's just, there's a lot of scenes in that movie of people just standing around in
1: circles. Well, what were you saying about Ewan McGregor said um, about the movie? Was that you telling me? No, I don't think so. So Ewan McGregor was like, asked about being in the Star Wars prequels. And he said, yeah, basically what I did is I'd walk into a room and I'd look up that was my <laughs> that was my time in Star Wars. And I seem he, to think he's a method actor. He is a method <laughs> actor. Um, yeah, he did a lot of walking around looking at things. <laughs> to uh, to <laughs> so get it the was role. Prep. And also, I'll, I'll, I'm going to finish his rant in a minute, but I seem to remember when Liam Neeson finished making that, he, he literally said, I'm not making a Hollywood movie ever again. He, he said that, that but obviously, experience. yeah, yeah. And I think that happened to Alec Guinness as well, didn't it's, it?
2: Uh, it's Star Wars. You it's ru- Star Wars. George Lucas ruins movie making for people.
1: But it's got Darth Maul in it, and it's got Jewel of the face. It's got a double-ended lightsaber. And it's got that dual ended lightsaber, which is still, I don't care what anyone says, it's still effing cool. It's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. So <laughs> that's the Star Wars rant over. And people say we're mean to George Lucas. Sometimes I think he deserves it. He writes a film about tax tax and trade that's not Star Wars that's not Star Wars anyway who's got the second piece of feedback that was a massive digression wasn't it (laughs) vitriolic
3: alright I've got a got a feedback Um, this is from Jordan Goodwin he says this is talking about um, last week we were talking about romance in video games he said I don't think romance should have a direct part in video games and if it is involved it should be subtle and not try to interfere with the main story and be forced on the player um, P.S. How can I make my daffodils grow bigger?
2: So I think, <laughs> we, I, think should, I think we should deal with the more pressing part of that email first, the which daffodils. is gardening. Yeah. is what I said was coming up. How would we make the daffodils grow bigger? I think I think it's all about bulb selection, surely.
1: Oh. Yeah. Also, it needs you need to be a the right time Yeah, you need the right sort of growing conditions. So I think sort of, sort of greenhouse setup probably would help. Yeah. At this make time your, of year,
2: you want your soil to be potassium rich. Yeah. Place them on a ledge.
1: Yeah, there you there's go. that. There's that.
2: Daffodil on ledge. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> like a new movie that's out this week.
1: It's funny enough because uh, you know in the iTunes chart and games and hobbies where we we're chart, we chart, our biggest rival is Alan Titchmarsh and Gardener's Question Time. So well, that's like, why we're More questions like that. We're coming to get you.
2: <laughs> we're coming for you, Titchmarsh. He doesn't like video games as well. And he hates them. Yeah, yeah. Plants versus zombies. But we love hates gardening. I love Alan Titchmarsh. Yeah, one of the great underrated novelists of the 21st century. <laughs> it's <laughs> a wrote novel. Well, I think he wrote a really bad sex novel. Really? Yeah, re- oh. Creepy. About what? Oh, that's weird. But what was his other question about romance? He says it shouldn't be in games. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be forced upon people. But I think that's like you saying games can't have aspirations to be... like that. You're you saying you can only do certain types of stories then.
1: Yeah. If there was a limitation on uh, novels then we would never have had some of the greatest novels of yeah, all yeah. time if you if you're dealing with if if you limit it to things that don't include certain aspects yeah. of human experience then you're really it's not a
2: valid cultural form no so oh, it can only be about you know Spaceships I mean and, and guys hitting each other In the face
1: Because you, you've always got Your own personal choice And your own, you can always make That personal choice If you're not into Romance games I am not looking, I don't know why I looked at you then Because Bex loves her Romance games And but, uh, pictures You don't have to play them You don't have to you play them You don't have to Yeah, yeah. But, but they I th-
0: should exist they I, should. Think, I think what you might Be saying is Something where You have got say An action game Or any other type of genre And they Like we've Romance into it. I mean, I don't necessarily. Mass a classic example because you, you don't have to do any of that stuff if See, you don't want to. And I, th- I don't think that. Like what he's saying is necessarily correct. I think. Yeah, well, I think I th- romance can be a big part, but I think it's about games knowing their limitations. So he, I think what you're saying is he he likes he like he doesn't mind romance as long as it doesn't interfere with the core
1: gameplay mechanics. Right. I think that's is that what I mean. You're uh, yeah, I
0: mean, I think romance doesn't really interfere with the actual mechanics. So it's more like it's, romance is more of a storyline element. Like I a subtext. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And but if that you know, but what if that's the story the creative director wants to tell? Then. Uh, then you, if you have a big problem with it, essentially, like, you know, don't buy the game in yeah, the first place. That yeah, but I it's, think that's it's what it comes it's down just, to, yeah. I think the the big complaint that like, so I have sometimes with romance is when uh, you get two characters that sort of start trying to look like they're in love or start to kiss, and it just looks ridiculous because the animation's not there. And that's when it just seems a little bit silly and that's what I think games should know the limitations if they can't make it look good yeah. wait until they can or See, find I a think f- should another still way be around tra- it striving to do that though. I think they should eventually the technology will catch up but if, it, if it, it looks rubbish and unconvincing then it's don't do you, it. Like, it yeah like find thing. another way of doing it and then wait till the technology catches up or you can do it yeah. would be my argument
1: good yeah it's coming into the best listener review we've ever done
0: yeah
2: um, next bit of feedback is from Sean McCarthy and he. You know, this goes back to last week, and he's picked out some of his favourite romances from video games quickly. I'll just go through them. Cloud and Aeris in Final Fantasy VII, Master Chief and Cortana, Jackie and Jenny in the darkness, and then finally, a bit of a strange one, Batman and the Joker. Mm. And he says it's a homoerotic relationship, uh, and it's clear that Joker's got a thing for guys in tight rubber. Mm. Is that true? I don't
0: mm. think, you know... It's just an
2: adversarial relationship. It's an adversarial... It's, well, I think it's, it's kind of... It's a yin and yang thing.
1: It's like the Dark Knight. Either Dark
2: Knight, it's there in the Killing Joke. It's well, I think he's obviously been glib but um, it's what the Joker says to Batman. He's like, y- "You and I are destined to do this forever." Yeah, because he he couldn't be the Joker without the without Batman. You complete me. You complete me, and he does a little heart shape. Right, I was complete, just looking at you, and you complete me too, Tom. Thank you. Can we
0: get more Argos <laughs> pens for a <our> bed? <laughs> a bed made of Argos pens. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> He's, um, he's next. Mark Hodgkinson is up next and he says just wondering what your parents thought of you becoming a video games journalist because I've always wanted to be one. Sure. What yeah,
2: what, what do your parents think of you working in video games?
0: I I
1: don't think my parents know what I do to be honest. Do you think your parents know what you do?
0: Uh they know the sector but they don't <laughs> they don't wouldn't necessarily be able to define what I do I don't think. Really? They know that it's games. What, what about you Bex? Cuz your dad's quite tech savvy, isn't he?
3: Yeah, they love it. They're Bang really happy
2: it. that you, that you got into video games.
3: Yeah, of course. They're yeah. just happy I'm doing something, I think.
2: they <laughs> 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 really. are just glad you are out of the
3: house. <laughs> Keep them busy. Put the kettle
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's home soon. How about you, Krups? Yeah, because you obviously had uh, a quite a level of, uh, yeah, of education, and you were teaching and all sorts of stuff. And I mean, all of a I was, sudden...
2: Yeah, I was teaching. Um, I was doing a PhD at UCL University College London, and I was teaching first-level undergraduate <laughs> English. I was teaching people um, Paradise Lost by John Milton and Gulliver's Travels, and now I'm reviewing games for iPhone. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> dreams can come true.
1: How How did that conversation go with your parent? Um, Sorry. <laughs> your parent... <laughs>
2: Um, well, I think my mum was really happy. I think she could tell it was a job that I really, really wanted to do. And ultimately, if I was happy, my mum's happy. Yeah. And I used to play video games all as, as a kid with my mum all the time. We used to like sit at our PC and at our Amiga. She'd take the arrow keys, I'd take the letter keys, and we'd play Pac-Man co-op yeah. for hours. I Because ulti-
1: I'm cool. Because you're pretty cool. I, think ulti- I was doing that when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> who's that is that Mark, Marcus Hodginson yes yeah basically I think your parents will be happy with whatever, whatever you do yeah. I'm sure they'll be proud so if that's what and you especially want to do if there, you're, you're happy. ashamed of like, yeah there's
2: no stigma and that'll be less and less the case
1: yeah and uh, like if you've got a job then then bravo like there's a lot of people out there who don't and if you're interested in getting a job then even better, brother. You get free games. I don't know why I've been really <laughs> preachy today. I'm sorry. No, I think you... Apologize. Um, Andreas Basner has written in again. This is our friend from Nuremberg, Germany, who, if you remember, his daughter composed a song for us and I snubbed her, visibly snubbed her, by not playing on the podcast. It was, it was accidental, wasn't it? It was anything? accidental. I just... Uh, it probably uh, an oversight. I know it was an oversight because Stu wasn't here and I had to edit it and it just didn't go in. Anyway... Um, he is coming to London and wants to pay us a visit and he's going to bring his daughter as well Lady Gaga Lady Gaga so um, he's going to come see us in April so he uh, sent us a picture of her at the piano she's a very cute little girl <laughs> she's a very I don't is know her what, name Lady Gaga? no I'm not, I can't remember what her name was he hasn't put it in here um, he says it's better than Beyond so um, yeah of course of can course come you can hang come out with me. us uh, he also said that he has with his son played 768 hours on his Wii so uh, yeah that's it um, yeah come see us Andreas we will um, roll out the wiener schnitzel for you uh, I, when I say wiener schnitzel I mean damn,
0: because <laughs> I am a wiener um, Colin Doty writes him um, now we have to be quite quick with this I'm going to read you something okay. and then within three seconds we need to make a snap decision whether that's going to spark funny conversations cause if not he's provided a backup plan okay Okay. Right. so <laughs> Colin Dotty. hello everyone it's Purple Goat UK here funny already <laughs> so have you ever gotten so angry while playing a game and then done something really stupid in your rage this happened to my brother and his best mate back at uni my brother kept beating his mate at Pro Evo on the Playstation his mate kept shouting in anger then finally had enough picked up his Playstation it belongs to my brother's mate and threw it out of his window what after that, after they heard it <laughs> smash outside my brother asked him was that probably the best stress release ever he replied that felt amazing shortly after he calmed down went outside picked up the pieces and said I really wish I didn't do that now. That is a great story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I've never done anything like that. I would never. D- I would never dream of hurting my console. No, I'd hurting like to see someone her, do I'm it. hurting her, its a real thing. That' like to be a fly on the wall for that. Yeah. Well, Kez nearly destroyed something the other day in the office. She was playing grand slam tennis and she accidentally kicked over the PlayStation debug. It went on its side. It started making this weird noise, like it was trying to inhale the the carpet. Until <laughs> <laughs> like it, like it just turned around and you turned that PlayStation into a Hoover. <laughs> Um, but I don't think that
0: was stress related.
2: Have you ever rage quit then?
0: No, not really. I just, at times I just get really, really annoyed. But I, for me, it's a determination to just finish it and then go to bed, Wait, sleep on it. Yeah, yeah. Think about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Tom?
1: No, I know. I know some uh, a friend of mine who was so mad after a phone call, they twisted their phone until it just broke. It just completely <laughs> broke because they were so mad after a phone call. Oh, but wow. yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's I I don't really get that angry if it gets to that point then I know when I'm getting to that point basically. Yeah, and you, you walk away. Yeah. Oh, I'm a very sore loser, so I just won't play multiplayer games like that. So um yeah, I know my limits. Um, okay. I should do. What was his
0: backup question? Uh so if if oh, that all failed, backup, what do you call cheese? It isn't yours.
3: Nacho cheese.
0: Got it in one. Back snares. <laughs> <laughs> Right, th- this
2: next bit of feedback involves Bex quite heavily. Um, taking inspiration from um, the Double Fine Project and yep. Tim Schaefer and Notch and all that, somebody's written in with some advice of how we can get small-medium funded. Okay. Okay. Uh, first off, he started saying, Krupa, I think you have a lovely head, so don't listen to those meanies. No, good, good. So there you go. I was wondering if we have a UK equivalent of Kickstarter. Maybe Bex could get small-medium funded that way. I also thought that restricting the small-medium to small ghosts is a missing trick. So he's, get, he's getting a bit... You know, he's giving you a bit of feedback here, Bex. Surely looking up all the time to talk to average, high, or even tall ghosts opens up the possibility for a small... For for being a medium... It, for being, being a medium is a real pain-in-the-neck type joke. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I couldn't resist. But the thing that yeah, that would work quite thin. What do you think, Bex? Bex, Bex owns the IP, so...
3: Well, <clears throat> um,
2: if she, if I think the looking- funding
3: idea is very interesting and helpful, and I'll look into it. So if we
2: crowdsource the- some money for it.
1: You know just sort of this Kickstarter thing. If you, fund for, if you pay some money for Tim Schafer's game, do you get a copy of the game? Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know the specifics of it. I think you get access to a free copy of the game via right. Steam, oh, oh, but then surely you're not going to make any money off it, are you? Or are you? I don't, I know. Know. I don't,
2: like don't, I don't know. Kilby, what's their business model?
0: Oh, it's just a uh, You understand things like that. It's a classic reverse pyramid scheme. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh <I don't laughs> <know>. clash <laughs> that what him. he's doing. I was actually thinking about it the other day, so let's just say let's just keep the numbers simple. So let's say he gets donations from a hundred people, right? Okay. So they all chip in. let's say that in total he gets ten million. Okay. Right. Um not everyone would have given the same amount. And I was wondering if, if, if part of it is that I mean, are, firstly, are they just donating it because they want to see the game made, or are they donating it and, and then getting a stake in the game?
1: I think. Um, let me just uh, confirm this because um, we're going to sound a bit stupid if we don't know what this is talking about. But
0: because um, if they if they don't get a stake in the game, then I can kind of see why people do that. But then they'd probably be less inclined to give a lot of money. Yeah. But then if they do get sort of some sort of share, then he'll they will probably get much more generous donations. And I would imagine it would work along the lines of everyone gets them, will get a, a percentage based on what they've, they've given. I don't think so there's any
1: monetary money giving back. I think it's a case of...
0: No, it's just that like, it's a goodwill thing, isn't it? Yeah. More than anything.
1: Yeah. Um, you're not but, uh, speaking my
2: language, man. Well, Bex, so say you implemented a similar scheme. You wanted people to donate money so you could get a small medium off the ground. Would you give them anything in return? Are you like, well, you're taking their money?
3: But if it's a TV show, what could you give them?
2: You a give
0: Credit.
1: A,
2: yeah, a, 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 a screen. as an extra
1: maybe. Yeah. A copy of the DVD when it's released.
2: Invite to premiere.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So would you, would you like want to give something back
1: to the people who meet that happen? You Are have you, just, to. Like,
3: you can't just take their money and be like cheers here.
1: Have we, have we considered a tie-in game at all? For a small medium, well, that'd be a good idea. It I've
3: seems got, like something we should have thought of. Yeah, I reckon
1: maybe. <laughs> I'm, 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 envisioning, I'm envisioning a, a like a, a an AR app where you use your camera and you you search for small ghosts in your vicinity and then you get messages from them.
2: What do you think about that? But and and if you go to Camden. Camden it's geotagged so there's loads of them about loads of them and you have to find oh there's like
1: they're dotted around London you have to find them all it could make a good Wii U game actually using the, the 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 screen on the touchpad so you can use it to look for ghosts small ghosts like in Ghostbusters yeah yeah but,
0: but is we, it real
1: <laughs> <laughs> is what real what real ghosts? how do you find the ghosts what, what do you, you mean they'll appear on the screen when you're moving it around and they might vibrate or something. Anyway, she's not not convinced,
2: know. not convinced. All right, so
1: but if we can get this Kickstarter project off the ground, is Jamie Winston still going to be in it? Have we discussed this? Is I this don't think
3: she will because she's got. S- did, you did told I me tell this. About yeah. A similar project. She's yeah. got a, pro-
1: a film where she's a medium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think, I I got think got she's just else. ripped off this film. I
2: think
3: she. I <laughs> might have <laughs> just heard about it and not. I'm having like,
2: I'm av- I'm av- I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe good. just change it for someone else, and then she just puts in midgets.
1: Yeah, dwarfs.
3: Okay, so this is another. Email about working here. <laughs> um from Jack Smith. He says, You guys and girls must have one of the best jobs ever. What is the best thing about working with IGN? Mm,
1: interesting question.
2: I you, dental plan. <laughs> dental um, plan. Lisa needs braces. Um, dental plan. Um, <laughs> Will. Will guy it. Will makes me happy. Yeah. Every day when I come into work and see Will, I think. This office is a better place for Will, especially now that he's going to get. you know what he's going to get? He's going to do the cash and carry this weekend and he's going to buy those kind of, um, what would you call them? Boards of they're like port scratchings <laughs> that you hang up in, on walls. Point and of pubs? sale.
1: It's called point of sale.
2: Is that what they're yeah, Point they're of sale. Point of sale, yeah. The things you see behind bars hanging on the walls. Uh. It's like peanuts or port scratchings. He's going to bring them in and he's going to hang them on the walls and on the printer.
1: So when you're doing a bit of printing, thick snack. <laughs> snack um yeah i, th- I think you are you are right we do are very we're very lucky to have jobs working here um, and I would say that the very best thing about working here is the people that I work with
2: yeah quite that is my quite answer, yeah.
1: quite simply um so I
2: think we all get on quite yeah, we have a good laugh and we do yeah. um,
1: we've all got very similar interests uh, also doing things like this, um recording podcasts that people listen to that's really that's really cool. It's- um, means that we don't just work with cool people we we work for cool people as well
2: which is quite, quite cool when we've had community events and you actually get to meet people who've listened to the podcast
1: yeah, what about you Bex you've not been here that long, what's the best thing about working here, is it the free stuff?
3: <laughs> yeah, just,
1: just the
2: free, free shit <laughs> I, I said to Bex the other night well, what's the next bit of like? what more free shit do you want and she went, you know what, I'd be quite happy with people just donating money straight into my PayPal account
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did say that it was a bit of a joke it
1: wasn't a joke. <laughs> we can give you PayPal details. Out that's sure. your Kickstarter project. That's how it works. Yes. Straight into your PayPal. To buy shoes. Uh, I've got the next bit of feedback from John Williamson in Liverpool. Uh, I recently watched the first five minutes of Grimm, a new American TV show, but turned it off when it became clear that it was just a long Apple advert with dodgy script. I don't normally mind product placement, but declaring that I have a picture of her on my iPhone was really obvious and commercial. How do you feel about it in movies, TVs, or even games? Uh, like Alan Wake's Energizer Batteries. Product placement then. But
2: is that... I don't think that is that obvious though. No. Like, cause I think somebody would say, have a look at this picture on my iPhone. Yeah, I only people to do say iPhone There's an, an iPhone. I'd yeah. say phone, but...
1: Yeah.
0: An
2: iPhone is more than a phone. And also... This podcast was brought to you by Apple. I almost find it more jarring if they have fake brands in films. Yeah. Fake. Like Instead of having Coca Cola on the desk, on the table or something, they have like some fake made up brand.
1: Yeah, I like it on uh, soaps when they have like a cans of beer and it's like yeah. some yellow brand that there's yeah. no cans of beer that you can
2: to Well, there are. Like, into a bar. Oh, can, can it's just have a pint yeah. of what? What do you want a pint of <laughs> water? Milk?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if you pull apart things like that, you, you, yeah. But it,
2: it can help like, sort of sell the world to you. Yeah. Um, but. There are Again, these gratuitous like Casino Royale was particularly bad for it.
0: I mean, what was a film with Heath Ledger where he had Nike armour on? Oh, um, Knight's Tale. Yeah, I mean, something like that's just stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think to that point, yeah, you, you people do say that my iPhone or BlackBerry. Yeah. It's like in Entourage, they, they refer to their berries quite a lot, and that's just because that's yeah. how you talk.
1: Yeah. Um, I had, uh, My favourite bit of product placement is in Zool. Where there was chopper chops, oh, chopper chops. Yeah, that was a bit
2: really weird. Just in, like a level where it was just lots of chopper chops in the background.
1: Yeah, um, there used to be a McDonald's game as well. I seem to think with yeah, crisscross, was, the wrappers crisscross. who so used to wear the trousers backwards. In there that. was
2: a McDonald's game. where you like um, fired green goo out of a gun.
1: Yeah, was that on the media? Yeah, so that's like product placement gone crazy. It was an M&M game. Yeah, M&M's game. And 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 Cool Spot as well. That was a Seven Up mm-hmm. game, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you're in, we're in a good place now. We don't get stupid things like that anymore. Um, yeah. Any more feedback for any more?
2: I think this refers back to a podcast just before Christmas. And we talked about somebody not being able to get out of the house that you start in at mm-hmm. the beginning of Pokemon Yellow. And this brought a memory back to Callum Rudd. For my eighth birthday, I got a Game Boy Color and a copy of Pokemon Blue. I couldn't get out of the house. Huh. Couldn't get out of the house. I went to school. I told my friends that I got Pokemon Blue, but I told my friends that I wasn't very good because I was just <laughs> walking around the house. I haven't got any Pokemon. Later that night, I found out to get how to get out the house and spend hours becoming fucking awesome. Ah, oh, well done, <laughs> nice. Well done. It it is integral. If you go to the IGN wiki guide, it says, um, to become fucking awesome, <laughs> leave, the leave the house occasionally. Your first step in becoming fucking awesome at Pokemon. Leave the house. Leave the house. That's what Bex does. She comes to work. Her are <laughs> like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she comes back with a load of Pokemon, so everyone's a winner. <laughs>
2: right what's coming out this week Daniel only one big game out this week I say big game it's UFC Undisputed 3 that's a big game yeah if big if men in it isn't if it? you're into big, big, like Kilby what do you think of what UFC, UFC.
0: brutal brutal yeah fan of it uh, I've never played the games I've never watched it to the to TV yeah I,
2: I you know I, I don't think it has wide appeal but it's you know solid game
1: yeah, got 9.0 on uh, itch.com. pretty good. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. What um, about movies, Tom? Movies are Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, which uh, I don't think any of us have seen. <laughs> have you seen the Bex? No. Yeah. No. We've but seen our crazy
3: interview
1: with... Oh, yeah, we've got, yeah a, oh we've got an interview
2: with Nicolas Cage running on the site at the moment. He's, I don't know if he's taken the mick or he's just lost it. We, we asked him, how do you prepare for the role? How do you get in the mindset of Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider? And he says, well, i do lots of things. He says, I cover my face in a New Orleanian voodoo tattoo i put in black contact lenses i put a rock substance on my hands that vibrates at a certain certain frequency and he carries egyptian artifacts
1: around <laughs> in his pockets and he I,
3: doesn't talk to anyone
1: he's it's, it's just so like precious. free associating <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he's lost it but that's got the directors of crank behind it
2: yeah and apparently they filmed some of the sequences where they're on motorbikes or like on on um rollerblades going backwards with a camera
1: ah uh. Uh, it could be good. Um, it sounds like one of those that um, I might see just for the sheer hell of it. I yeah. can't imagine it's any longer than 89 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> but um, Yeah, I don't know. Let us know if you go watch it. Um, we give. Oh, yeah. It's probably worth mentioning but we gave away some merch over the weekend. On oh, <laughs> Friday but it's a bit late it's now. It's gone now. It's gone. So don't worry about that. Um, also out this week is Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close which is the nine eleven movie with Tom Hanks and um, Max von Sydow. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks incredibly dull and extremely dull. So <laughs> There you go. That's it. Um, that's, so, a, that's a good review. Yeah.
2: That's a tweet, Twitter review. Yeah. You should do our reviews I on did, Twitter. I, just, I
1: stole that off someone on Twitter. Did you? <laughs>
2: shameless. <laughs> how would
1: you review shameless? Um, I don't know. I'll copy someone else. <laughs> uh, so tell us, Dan, if you yeah, want you. to see the greatest sci-fi movie ever made. Yes. Um, on the big screen. How does this... Work.
0: So, <laughs> we are giving you, the lucky listeners and readers of IGN, the chance to vote for your favourite sci-fi film ever, and then we will screen it at six cinemas across the country on March the 7th.
1: So, it's worth noting that this is going to be screened in the UK. So, yes, if you're listening outside the UK, afraid I'm afraid you won't be able to join us, unless you get a plane over or and, and come join us. But Buy a DVD copy of the
0: winning film. Just yeah, watch it. You, you can do any of the above things. But Why are we doing this, Dan? Uh, well... Mass Effect Three is coming out very shortly. Obviously massive sci fi epic. Influenced by a lot of sci fi films. So it makes sense to hand it over to the readers and get them to see or get them to choose what film they want to watch what to celebrate. What films can they vote from? So we have some of the some of the ones that you'd expect in there Blade Runner, Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah, the, in the, there. Other,
0: the first Star Wars one. The second
1: Star Wars is in there as well. <laughs> well whatever. I, I didn't. <laughs>
0: it's a it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't in charge of the Star Wars. The bit. Thing.
1: Metropolis, the thing. Which Metropolis, which I know Bex is a big it. fan yeah. of. Aliens.
0: E.T., Invasion of Body Snatchers. Yeah. Um, Alien and Alien. With
1: stood still. Moon.
0: District 9, District 9 Blade Runner some good movies great yeah. movies
1: um, and so yeah if you go to go.ign.com forward slash Mass Effect Sci-Fi uh, you can vote for your favourite film and then um, we will screen that film on March the 7th uh, at various locations across the country the tickets for the screenings will be how much Dan 50 quid uh,
0: 30 they'll, quid they'll be 20 quid it's quite expensive 10 quid 5 quid it's about nothing nothing yeah it's free free absolutely free what? Yeah. but you get nothing for free
2: you do. You do. <laughs> yeah.
0: You get a screening of your favourite sci-fi film. So yeah, it should be good. Uh, I know what I'm voting for. I'll tell you what I voted for. Go on. The thing. I voted for Aliens. I really want to see that. Is yeah. there a
2: screening in the north?
0: Mm, we tried booking one, but we just couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't understand what they were saying. Amazing. <laughs> I don't think they have awesome. up there. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, there are there are screenings in the north. You'll be pleased to know. Oh, and we're going to represent
1: probably worth mentioning just while we wrap up as well next week is our IGN UK pub quiz taking place in central London unfortunately entries for quiz teams is now closed so where the people who whose teams have been entered uh, they know who they are uh, if you didn't get uh, your team in in time shame on you um, but now it's closed so we will report next week how that went and we'll also give you details on how to join the next pub quiz yeah. which will be happening very soon um, it'll be better than the first one
2: i will be low the first, better, one's, the first the one's going to be
1: terrible mm. I can guarantee now we've got some great pri- prizes, but it's going to be a mess. So uh, come down, get drunk, and uh, forget it ever happened. Forget yeah. ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. So that's it for this week's iGen UK podcast. Please give us a good rating, as always, on iTunes. Send us some weird messages on there, like other people have as well. So we'll yeah, some crisp-
2: really weird messages on the on iTunes now
1: it's becoming a whole other other thing so yeah. Uh, yeah go and have a look at our ratings and give one yourself um, we'll be back next week as always but if you want to get in touch get us in t- uh, on email at IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash IGNUK you can also follow us individually on Twitter if you like I am Tom Butler T-H-O-M-B-U-T-L-E-R Daniel Kruper is Daniel Kruper. easy K-R-U-P-A uh, Dan Kilby is Dan Kilby IGN I can never remember Bex's, but yours is Bexlectric.
3: Bex like Electric. B E X.
1: It's a bit
3: be- B E X L E C
1: T R I C. Okay, yeah. So, so it's like go. Scale Electrics? And so follow us as well, and yeah. come on and join us on Facebook at facebookcom forward slash IGN UK. Uh, we've been IGN UK podcast. You've we been are. the listeners, and thanks well for joining us. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.